One quick thing before the show starts. Since we record remotely from a number of different places, we hadn't thought until now to do a land acknowledgement, but we should, and we're probably going to include one of these with each season that we do going forward, because it's important. Uh, with that in mind, Logan and Lee record on Cherokee and Catawba land, Greg records on Sioux land, and I record from Anishinaabe land on Treaty 1 territory, which is also home to the Métis, and each of us recognizes those groups as the original inhabitants and custodians of the land that we use every time we make this show. And here is that show. If you plan on staying here, there's something you gotta get straight. Down here, you might think you're pulling a fast one, but there's always someone whose machinations are just a bit wider. They see just a bit more. And when that someone is a god, <laughs> you might as well just call it quits from the start. Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are the stories of the damned. <laughs> Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other ghastly stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. Yeah. I asked beforehand who was going to give me a recap, but I don't remember if anyone answered, and if mm -hmm. so, who answered. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you, Logan? I mean, Anita? No, me. It was Lee. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was, it was Blood. That's your character's Blood. name, right? Yes. I think that's really funny because clearly you just didn't hear me, but I think like <laughs> if it stays in, the audience is going to hear me going, me, 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 me. And you being like, Logan? like Logan? Is it Logan? <laughs> so, uh, Logan, Logan, I see your hands. It's definitely up, Anita, Logan. right? <laughs> <laughs> Please hands up in the air 50 times. Logan, did you have an answer for us? Can I get an answer for someone other, other than, than Lee? Lee. <laughs> Somebody recap other than Lee this time. Not Lee. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, so last time uh, we, you know, it's funny. We just sort of popped into existence in the middle of a fight. We were, <laughs> we were fighting uh, a ghoul. Oh yes, I even wrote this down. We were fighting a ghoul that had taken, that had eaten the body of a professor that was psychic or something. And anyway, the ghoul could control the other corpses around, and we had to just put that problem down real quick. And that's really all that happened. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. I want to prattle on a little bit about the world you're in, since, uh, you know, it's not like 
Star Wars where there's already everyone already knows the rules of Star Wars. No one really knows the rules of the world we're in. So I want to tell you a few. Hmm. This chapter of the horror Slayers, it, it takes place on New Atlantis. It's right atop old Atlantis, uh, the ruins <laughs> of an ancient city. It exists within a network of magical sites and sacred sites and any place that has, you know, myth about it. There's a likelihood that there is a, a real place behind that myth uh, within this network. In the English-speaking world, it's called The Roots. Uh, and the reason it's called The Roots, uh, the bit of the Christian church that kind of splintered off and exists within New Atlantis believes that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the roots of that tree make up the roots. What used to be the roots of the tr knowledge of good and evil, it, it was ripped out, and in, in its place, it's just hollow tunnels. Um, and the kind of residual creation energy that's left is what allows supernatural stuff to happen here. That's at least what the church believes. Hmm. So, so is this the only place where supernatural stuff happens? No. Um, it's like there are other supernatural stuff will happen outside of it, um, but that's it's rarer. Um, it's like you can think of it as like, you know, just how there are like seismic events where there will be an earthquake along a fault line or something. Mm -hmm. Um, that happens on the surface as well, where uh, supernatural stuff will kind of just happen spontaneously, either along ley lines or, you know, sometimes stuff just kind of seeps out from the roots. But the other rule is that the longer you're in the roots, the more difficult it is to leave. In New Atlantis, that takes the form of uh, there are these planes that you have to cross before you get to the port on the other side of those planes. Um, and depending on how long you've been in the roots, those planes appear longer to you. And there's a point at which they just become endless and you're stuck in New Atlantis forever. If you just get there, you would think it's just the side of like some size of like someone's yard. But after you spend a day, it's like a football field and then it just gets longer and longer the longer you stay there from your perspective. Let's check in with our characters. Why do you think each of your characters has ended up in New Atlantis? And why do you think your character has wound up killing uh, monsters for money. <laughs> okay, I did think of a question. Yeah. You said there's a port on the other side of that plane. Yep. Um, is just going to the port enough to sort of shorten the plane, or do you have to, like, leave, leave on a boat? Um, yeah, once you, there's, it's kind of like a, you can think of the port as, like, a neutral ground. It's also hidden from uh, the view of someone who doesn't know it's there, but it doesn't count as being in the roots. It's like, a, yeah, it's neutral ground where you can get there, sleep there, and then hop on a boat the next day. But, like, if you were trying to reset the plane. Yeah, it counts as leaving if you make it to the Great. port. Cool. Like it. Okay. The reason I ask is because if my character is being drawn to the sea, she definitely wouldn't that it could lead to a couple of things. Either she's come to Atlantis to to escape that fate, or mm. she is there, but she keeps having to go back to the port because if she I like either. Either of those. Yeah, me too. To me. That's why if someone else could go first and let me think it out for a second, yeah. that would be helpful. So um Anita uh is good at this stuff. Mm. And I don't know exactly 
how she came about her powers. It's some, something with weird temporal magic because she has weird temporal magic. But literally, this is like a job nine to five. Like she's doing it because <laughs> that's what she can do to pay the bills. And that's how she looks at it. It's just it's a job. Um, I mean, she enjoys it. It's like maybe it's a vocation, you know, <laughs> Like she's proud of her work, <laughs> but literally can't like envision a different job. You know, like this is where she wants to be. And it's a job. So that's that's so. And whenever there's something that comes up, it's I mean, you know, cool. I get to travel to the ocean. That sounds cool. I'll take that job. I think it's very much also a job for Sud. Basically, with nothing else to do and like the knowledge in Sud's mind, he like already did his mission, right? Right. Like (laughs) that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like now it's just I'm the last person and I might as well. I might as well help other people out mm-hmm. and get paid for it because yeah. in Sud's mind, I'll just do dangerous things because why not? I don't plan on having this family line continue past me. And Do you think your family line is native to the roots or, or as native as you can be? Like, as, like were you born here? No, I think okay. po- very possibly my grandfather was. Ah. Um, you know, the baby of the ghost alien. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one. Of course. I, how could I forget? <laughs> you know, ghost alien baby. Uh, so I think probably they probably knew that, but never got a chance to pass it on to the son who didn't care anyways. Like, uh-huh. it doesn't matter where they came from that ends like this. Yeah, this is monstrous. Um, I think that ultimately Sud wants to, if at all possible, end the metaphysical existential threat that Atlantis presents. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, I'll take jobs and do all these things that I would have done for free, but it's nice to eat. I think blood just sort of where the wind takes her. She doesn't really plan anything out. She's not really, she has one guiding force in her life, and that is at some point she will return to the ocean and live a life down there. And she's not overly concerned with this one. She's kind (laughs) of like, this is just this thing I'm doing until the real thing starts. And I think she's in Atlantis because it sounded cool. She'd heard about it. She was like, monsters, y'all are cute. Think you know about monsters <laughs> and she came and then i think like in some ways she's been surprised that like oh okay i thought i knew some stuff and there's a lot more to know and then but also i think she does like a lot of her planning anything that she does is like well okay but i've been here for this many days and now i have to go back to the port because if i get stuck here then i can't go back to the ocean and like I, I'm happy to be here for now doing this. I don't want to go to the ocean right now, but I don't mm-hmm. want to not ever be able to go. I like that. Um, so we know Blood is at least capable of of leaving still. Do we think either Sud or Anita are stuck here for good? Oh, that would suck. Anita would hate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, which might mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh <laughs> Um, 
when did so this job that we did was here, right? Yeah, so I'll, I can give you more details on that job. You were essentially sent to like so that abandoned university that the professor uh, was buried under that the ghoul ate. Um, that's one level below New Atlantis. It's like just under, and you were essentially sent to deal with like the noisy neighbors below. Um, one of the districts of New Atlantis. Um, there, there was kind of like all these like psychic emanations from that uh, from that creature that were disrupting people's sleep and uh, actually causing some people to feel ill. And so they sent you down to you know deal with the psychically noisy neighbor. Uh, in the abandoned university below. Yeah, so Anita, okay, how about this? This this feels like Anita. She, is, she now, like, understands, like, it's getting longer. She's like, hmm. And it yeah. might even be at the precipice of, like, this could be a thing, but she's literally never considered actually being stuck here because she's just like, I don't know, I'll figure something else out. Yeah, I think it's important. Like, I think I have a very strict schedule, and it's like... <clears throat> I can be here for exactly five days and then I have to return to reset. And I think the initial times were uh, like longer than five days. And like that torment of having to get back to reestablish my mostly humanity. Like I think in Sud's mind, the idea is that he still has that genetic makeup and a desire to stay here. And that is something he actively fights against. So I think he has to reset. Like it's day five. I have to go reset. Greg, do you think that's how Sud and blood met? Oh, probably. Oh, you walked together. I love that. Yeah. Where they're just like, yeah, it's my five day buddy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think, how do you think Anita joined the squad? I mean, we probably just happened to do one of the same jobs. And I was just like, You know, I, here's my card. If you have any more work, send it my way. I they need someone who can cast spells. Yeah. Three of you each got a letter from a courier who essentially said, like, someone wants to hire you. They live a level down in the roots, you know, essentially giving you the, you know, the location of your next of your next job. You find that the, the, that location is actually uh, right next to that abandoned university. It's kind of the next door neighbor. And it's the, whatever ci- civilization of fairies or hobbits or whatever used to occupy this layer right below Atlantis that abandoned this university and also this place I'm about to describe must have had just an immense population because both the university and this hospital, this abandoned hospital that you're going into now are exceedingly vast. Uh, Like this hospital is a neighborhood and a half all by itself. But at this point it's, been almost entirely abandoned, save for one wing, uh, which is operating as a kind of dormitory area for this cult of snake worshippers. They have there's this uh, snake god that they believe in, um, and uh, they all live in this abandoned hospital. Oh. And 
uh, they have actually called you, and uh, one of them meets you at the front of the building, uh, and she says, hello, hello, I see you must be the folks who dealt with our neighbors. Uh, yeah, that's us. I. Very impressive. We were very worried about that creature. I'm, you know, we were almost going to hire someone ourselves, but the Atlanteans, they always, you know, they always get more annoyed in the neighbors than we do quicker. So, uh, we were glad they sent you down, but, uh, we've got a job for you and... Not gonna be one anyone in Atlantis is gonna hire you for, but it'll pay well, but it's gonna be tricky. I love being well paid and uh tricky stuff, so yeah, that's just my speed. I rarely ask for more details than that, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> she leads you inside, and as you walk through, it's it's horrifying in there. Like, uh, you know, as long as you keep to the lit pathway, there there are, uh, the only lanterns that are lit in here are lighting the one wing that's still occupied. But every time you look down one of the other hallways, it's too dark to see, but you swear that just beyond the lantern light, you're seeing, not like a figure moving, but you just kind of see, like, movement generally. You just kind of see, like, crawling or scurrying happening uh, far beyond into the, the, the abandoned halls. But luckily, you're not going that way. And she sits you down and, you know, she, I won't do her whole voice for this, but she explains your gig. And that's that they're, uh, the snake god that they worship is a god of vengeance. Mm -hmm. And they believe that an artifact of this snake god of vengeance was uh, stolen and now resides quite far down, uh, a few levels down, and is in the hands of a, a, this, um, let me pull up the description of it, hold on, because it was randomly determined, so <laughs> I don't remember exactly. <laughs> um, she describes it as a tattered, winged beast. You know, it has these tattered wings, um, and then its body is made of, like, flesh gears, um, it, they think it's they it's some sort of demon that has stolen this scroll that is an artifact. And because it's the God of Vengeance, they care about returning the scroll. But perhaps even more, uh, they care about destroying the thing that stole their thing um, mm. for the sake of vengeance. And so that's the gig. You d go down there and you kill it. The problem is that this thing is hyper vigilant. Like that's what the demon is. It's it's like a demon of vigilance over its possessions. So it's like been, you know, whatever evil force created it specifically created it to be uh, very vigilant and aware. And so it has uh, an army of lesser demons uh, that hmm. answer to it. And uh, yeah, it, it's very paranoid of someone sneaking in. So they just need people who can really kill stuff. And that's the three of you. <laughs> All right. Um, now, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Does this snake god of yours have a name? It does. Uh, would you, like, could I find out the name of that snake god? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Well... I was just curious, because I knew a snake god once named a Yig. Although I will say, he 
was a mite less concerned with vengeance, so it's probably not the same one. Our Lord comes in many names. We, to us, he appears as a snake, a vengeful one. Perhaps your, your snake is just a different, a different reflection of the same being. We are open to that sort of thing here. But don't cross us. <laughs> that's on the whole, that's the whole, that's the whole thing, you know? Anyway, there is one other detail. Mm-hmm. There might be others after that scroll. It matters little to us. We care more for the destruction of the heathen that stole it. But once you get it, you might be hunted by others. It's said that the scroll can get you out of the roots, even if you've been here longer than anyone else. Hmm. And we, it won't matter to us if some urchin on the street ends up with it and, you know, spills the beans about their, I don't know, hot dog cart in New Atlantis. <laughs> but we worry about the safety of our little community here if if some of these stronger, older beings were to escape. That could cause trouble for the very foundation of this little secret world of ours. And... Well, I tell you what, I've been outside Atlantis, and I can tell you one thing, that'd be some real trouble for them folk, too. Not of our concern, of course, but obviously, if that, is, if that matters to you as well, that, then our incentives are aligned. Oh, I don't give a shit. I was just making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she hands you the, uh, like, a, a, a map that describes like how far down in the levels you have to go, what turns you have to take, and that sort of thing, but it's very short, shy on other details. Is there anything you want to do here before uh, we call it a short-ish episode um, and you head off to kill some demons and kill, then later kill a bigger demon? Uh, I hate to ask this more details about this thing, but so it's just the road in that gets infinite, right? Not the whole place? Yeah. Okay. Correct. All right. So then I just, I mean, like, Anita has just heard about this way to get out. She knew there was one. No no worries. But still, <laughs> she does, like, her eye is drawn to the infinite road mm-hmm. and just sort of, like, gazes down it. Even though you're, like, a level under, I like that you can still, if you peer, like, to whatever your horizon is, mm-hmm. you can still see, if you look far enough, you can still see how long your path mm-hmm. to leave mm-hmm. would be, no matter how deep into it you are. I like that idea that it's kind of, like... The horizon in the roots is the is the plains, even if you're not by the gates of Atlantis. That's cool. I think um, Blood looks at Anita and taps her uh, temple and says, or mouths, photographic memory. <laughs> and winks. <laughs> Sada's just standing there, like, impatiently, like, looking at the schedule. We need to do this fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like doesn't answer, doesn't want questions, is just staring at everybody like details they don't want to give don't matter. Let's go.
Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. We do love hearing from you, so say hi. Uh, check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some really great stuff like enamel pins and trading cards and like a million wonderful things. Uh, if you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. Uh, if you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. So check out our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash VRE. To all our patrons, we thank you so much for supporting us. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. One creature from beyond, flying mayonnaise. <laughs> no, thank you. Writes. VRE stands for VRE Rules Entirely. Aw. <laughs> Wonderful hosts who I can't wait to hear do a murder mystery. You want to remind us what they're talking about there? Because if we get 200 view- reviews, we have a special murder mystery bonus episode thing that we will release. And you all get to hear us do murder. <laughs> do a murder. <laughs> well, one of us, I guess. Wait, did, uh, did you do the murder? I don't even know. I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. That was weeks ago. I, I do remember, but I but I want to keep it as a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Facebook at Twitter. Uh,